You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This morning, vaccine green light. The news the world has been waiting for. Now Australia is paving the way for an early approval. Melbourne on alert for a big thunderstorm. The warning for asthmatics. Donald Trump defiant. The president standing in the way of Joe Biden's run to the White House. And a little girl bitten by a tiger snake. How a TV funny man became an unlikely saviour. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Pfizer's breakthrough coronavirus vaccine is on a priority list for fast approval by Australia's Therapeutic Goods Administration. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. They want a rapid rollout of the drug. That's right, Jody. with the TGA placing the vaccine on a priority path to approval. That's despite human trials not due to be completed until later this month. The Therapeutic Goods Administration have begun assessing the safety of the Pfizer coronavirus vaccine by granting it a provisional determination, usually reserved for urgently required drugs. The federal government have already struck a deal with Pfizer to import 5 million doses. However, there are fears not producing it locally could delay that rollout. Health Minister Greg Hunt has already confirmed frontline workers along with the elderly and vulnerable would be among the first in line to get the jab. However, new details this morning suggest pharmaceutical companies will also be free to make approved vaccines available for private sale, meaning some Australians could jump the queue if they are willing to pay. Pfizer says it hasn't made any decisions on further access yet, but industry experts Experts have raised concerns about the equitable and fair distribution of a jab right around the world. Jody. Okay, Taylor Aiken, thank you. A thunderstorm asthma warning has been issued for Victoria with severe storms set to lash the state, bringing damaging winds and heavy rain. The danger will be high in the Mallee, Wimmera and South West districts and moderate in the Melbourne and Northern Country regions. Thunderstorm asthma is a potent mix of pollens and weather conditions that can trigger severe asthma symptoms. Those at risk are being urged to stay indoors. Firefighters in South Australia have spent the night putting out a number of blazes sparked by lightning strikes. The fires across the York Peninsula came as widespread thunderstorms swept across the state following a day of extreme heat. More than 32,000 homes have been left without power. Joe Biden's transition to the White House is off to a rocky start, with the president-elect facing a number of obstacles. Let's go live now to US correspondent Tim Lester in Wilmington, Delaware. Good morning, Tim. Republicans he'd hoped to negotiate with are backing Donald Trump. 
Good morning, Jody. Yes, the uh, Wilmington-based uh, Biden team, transition team, had hoped senior Republicans would be quietly encouraging their president not to pursue aggressive legal action and to acknowledge that he had lost the election. The trend is going the other way. In particular, the senior Republican in the Senate, Mitch McConnell, has backed Donald Trump's right to pursue legal action firmly in the Trump camp. Now, he is known to Joe Biden. Joe Biden would likely look to Mitch McConnell as a way to negotiate legislation through the Congress in the months ahead. But he and other senior Republicans, for now, digging in behind President Trump. A couple of other impediments to the transition. The Attorney-General, William Barr, has written a memo in the Department of Justice suggesting it can pursue uh, legal investigations of irregularities in voting. Uh, that's caused one senior official in the department to quit, at least quit his job and also other impediments emerging, including the transition team inside the government has prevented the transition officers on the Biden side from going into agencies down in Washington for securing funding to do their transition and to get briefings for Joe Biden on key issues like security. So far here, Donald Trump digging in and Joe Biden getting little access to government. Jody. Very complicated. OK, thanks, Tim. Labor's Joel Fitzgibbon has resigned from the front bench, claiming Labor has lost touch with working people, especially on climate. He wants the party to take a policy to the next election that includes a bigger role for coal and gas. His sudden exit has triggered fresh unrest over Anthony Albanese's leadership. The Liberal staffer at the centre of another sex scandal which rocked federal parliament has filed a formal complaint. Rochelle Miller revealed her affair with Minister Alan Tudge in an interview with the ABC. Last night she took to social media challenging the Prime Minister to investigate. Scott Morrison yesterday said he expects his ministers to uphold the highest of standards but won't take action against those involved. While Attorney-General Christian Porter is threatening legal action over claims he cheated on his second wife with the staff in a Canberra bar in 2017. Emergency services have praised the actions of neighbours who rallied together to put out a house fire in Sydney's south overnight before fire crews arrived. Two residents of the Miranda home were taken to hospital, one suffering burns and the other suffering from smoke inhalation. I ran in there and went upstairs and realised the fire was too big to, to throw water over. So I ran back home, grabbed my fire extinguisher, ran up there, got everyone out of the house. An electrical fault is believed to have started the blaze. Two people have been charged over the baseball bat rampage that saw several cars in Western Sydney damaged on the weekend. Video of the incident at Oran Park was uploaded to social media, showing a man hanging out the window of a ute swinging the bat. Two men aged 21 and 23 are facing a number of charges and will face court later this month. A man accused of killing two Victorian police officers more than 20 years ago has had his murder convictions quashed. A new trial has been ordered for Jason Roberts over the deaths of Gary Silk and Rodney Miller, who were shot while on patrol in 1998. Victoria's Court of Appeal found crucial evidence that put him away was fabricated by police. Mr Roberts' lawyers say they will make a bail application ahead of the new trial date. 
On this day in 1918, the guns on the Western Front fell silent after four years of bloody war. Today, Australians will pause to acknowledge those who served and continue to serve our nation. But commemorations across the country will look very different. The Australian War Memorial will live stream its event, which is off limits to the public. A brave nine-year-old girl has survived a tiger snake bite after learning what to do from a very unlikely source. Grace took all the right steps, thanks to TV adventurer Russell Coit. Grace Tanuta was looking for lizards when she stumbled across something much more threatening, a one-and-a-half-metre tiger snake. And I jumped up and it bit my foot there. Thoughts began racing through the nine-year-old's head. Will I go to the hospital? Will I have to stay the night? Will I be okay? Am I going to survive? Before she remembered some wise words from her TV idol. First thing, do not panic, okay? Remain calm. Had to remain calm, immobilise the limb and call triple zero, or from Russell Coit. Because this too will help to immobilise the limb. And even while we were lying there waiting for the ambulance, she kept saying, I really can stay calm. Russell Coit said, just stay calm. She got to chat with her humble hero. Seriously, how great am I to, uh, to, uh, to help you out? Very, very great. Do you think perhaps, you know, your mum might want to nominate me for Australian of the Year? Definitely. Now, Russell Coit isn't the only one providing sage advice. If you don't want a IV tubing put in your arm, just wear your shoes. We call her Amazing Grace. She, she really is. Cassie Zervos, 7 News. The New South Wales Premier is calling for the lyrics of the national anthem to change to better acknowledge Australia's Indigenous history. Under the proposal, the lyric, We Are Young and Free, would be changed to We Are One and Free. Gladys Berejiklian says it would make such a difference and wants national discussion on the topic. South Australia's debt is set to almost double as the government announces a massive spending blitz. Final plans for Adelaide's North-South Corridor are a centrepiece of the 2020 budget, while billions will be pumped into construction to fire up the jobs market. But many fees and charges are on the rise. Drivers of electric and zero-emission cars will be slugged a fee in place of the fuel levy to contribute to the upkeep of roads. A first-of-its-kind supermarket could set the trend for environmentally friendly shopping, with customers urged to refill and reuse popular products. The program, which begins today, aims to stop thousands of tonnes of plastic from becoming landfill. For many households, waste is growing by the day. We've got all these containers at home and then you throw them away because you never know how to actually refill them. Every year, Australia produces 10,000 tonnes of plastic detergent and shampoo bottles. Only 16% are recycled. Now, supermarket giant Coles wants to reduce that waste, introducing the country's first sustainable store. If we can eliminate as much single-use plastics as possible, then it's a win for the environment. It's a win for Aussie families. The Chatswood store now has a refillable station where shoppers can grab a refillable bottle, top it up with shampoo, conditioner or detergent and bring it back once it's empty for savings of around 10%. This store here is specifically designed for the local community. Any type of price promotion that offers a discount for refills is a great way to encourage people to behave in that way. Have you thought, you know, we should have had this earlier? Definitely. Samantha Brett, 7 News.
Moving on to our next story now, the Vatican has admitted Pope John Paul II was aware of sexual misconduct allegations against American Cardinal Theodore McCarrick but promoted him to Archbishop of Washington anyway. A report into the Vatican's handling of McCarrick comes after a two-year investigation. McCarrick was defrocked by Pope Francis last year after a church trial found him guilty of sexually abusing minors. The European Union has filed antitrust charges against Amazon. EU regulators have accused the e-commerce giant of using private data to gain an unfair advantage over merchants using its platform. Amazon is facing a multi-million dollar fine but rejects the accusations. Armenia, Azerbaijan and Russia have signed an agreement to end military conflict over a disputed enclave. The deal follows six weeks of fighting. Russian peacekeepers will now be deployed to patrol the front line. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading higher. The Nasdaq has fallen. In London, the FTSE gained and Germany's DAX closed up. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei finished yesterday's session slightly higher. Hong Kong's Hang Seng traded up. So did the All Lords and the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,884 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 43.35 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 72.84 US cents, 76.67 Japanese yen and $1.06 New Zealand. Adelaide police are on the hunt for an arsonist caught on camera lighting Molotov cocktails and throwing them onto a Smithfield Plains property. The suspect was filmed scoping out the location before launching the attack minutes later. Residents managed to contain the blaze before fire crews arrived. There's a touch of Hollywood in Melbourne with filming underway for a new action thriller featuring Liam Neeson. Star spotters are now on the lookout for the award-winning actor who's started shooting the movie in South Yarra. The film called Blacklight is providing a multi-million dollar boost to Victoria's economy. US President Donald Trump has made it clear his last 10 weeks in the White House will be turbulent. Let's go live now to US correspondent David Woywood at the White House. David, the president still hasn't conceded, conceded defeat. Uh, morning, Jody. Yes, uh, still no concession, still no acceptance here from the president that this election has now been lost. In fact, if anything, he is digging in deeper than ever. Another flurry of tweets this morning declaring in one post, we will win other tweets again, alleging this notion of widespread interference and voter fraud. It's now been one week since that election, three days uh, since that result was actually called. And uh, still the president, senior White House aides and senior Republicans have been pushing this notion of rigging and cheating. And that is despite being unable to point to a single case of voter fraud at this point. A number of legal challenges have been launched. The Attorney General and the Department of Justice are now investigating. The President, well, he has launched a major fundraising blitz. The Republican Party rallying around their leader at the moment. Very few dissenters. They are trying to build that war chest to fight uh, this result. The President, Donald Trump, Jody, now preparing to fight this right until the bitter end. OK, David Woodward at the White House, thank you. In sport, the Blues need to win tonight's second State of Origin clash in Sydney to keep the series alive. Luke Keary has been dropped from the Blues' final 19, along with Regan Campbell-Gillard. Kurt Capewell is a likely start for the Maroons after recovering from a groin injury. ARLC chairman Peter Volandis says it's highly likely Origin will revert to its regular mid-season time slot next year. 
Carlton Ford Charlie Kernow is set to undergo another round of knee surgery. The 23-year-old hasn't played in the AFL for 17 months after battling persistent knee issues. Two magpies are on the verge of leaving Collingwood after Adam Trelaw had a medical with the Western Bulldogs while Jaden Stevenson met with North Melbourne. Clubs have also been briefed about list sizes and pay cuts for next season due to COVID-19, with the AFL Players Association expecting 10 to 15 per cent of wages to be axed. The Melbourne Renegades remain rooted to the bottom of the women's big bash ladder after a nine-run loss to the Hobart Hurricanes in Sydney. The Hurricanes remain in touch with the top four with six games to play. The Melbourne Stars are flying high after picking up their fifth straight win against the Adelaide Strikers. Nat Siva was on fire, taking four wickets as the Stars cruised to a five-wicket win with three balls left. Marcus Stoinis had a shocking start to the IPL final. If you can bowl a delivery like that first up in a final, you are a gun bowler. The rest of the game didn't go much better for his Delhi side against Mumbai. Chasing 157, Rohit Sharma smashed a quick-fire 68 for Mumbai, who comfortably reached the target in their five-wicket win. They have now won five of the past eight IPL titles. Queensland's first quadriplegic doctor has been named the state's Australian of the Year for 2021. Dr Dinesh Palapana is the co-founder of Doctors with Disabilities Australia. He received his award from Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk at a ceremony in Brisbane overnight. A curious kitten has been rescued from behind a wall in Sydney. Firefighters responded to the unusual call-out using a thermal imaging camera to help work out a rescue plan. A small square was cut into the wall and with a little bit of encouragement, the ginger tabby was pulled free. It's not known how the tiny feline managed to get stuck in there. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a frontal system is generating gusty winds and storms, some intense over South Australia and Western Victoria, extending to Southern WA, the Northern Territory and Northern Queensland. Troughs are maintaining heat in the northwest tropics and interior. A mostly sunny day for Brisbane today, a top of 27 degrees, Sydney 25 and sunny, Canberra 27 and sunny. Late thunder in Melbourne heading for a top of 28, Hobart 31 today with a late shower, Adelaide mostly sunny and 26, Perth 20 and cloudy and a sunny day for Darwin, a top of 35 degrees. And that's 7 Early News for this Wednesday the 11th of November.